What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to The Way in the Light. This is your host, Kalia Mani. I hope you all are having a blessed day, an amazing day. Now let's jump in to today's episode. Oh my gosh, guys. So I have some really good news. Um, I'm bringing on my first guest onto The Way in the Light. This is very exciting. Her name is Jacqueline. Not only is she beautiful with her appearance, but she is like a beautiful soul, a beautiful spirit, like all around. Like she's amazing. I've known her for so many years. We went to we went to middle school together and just kind of went from there and we found our way back to our friendship like a couple weeks ago. So I'm glad to bring her on for some just wise, you know, words. So say hey, girl. Hey everybody, thanks for having me. Dude, I'm so excited about this episode. Um, Today, guys, we're going to be talking about relationship. And so this is podcast is just going to be called Relationship Talk with Jacqueline. Okay, Um, but I'm really excited about this episode because it's going to be coming from two different standpoints. Um, She is thriving in her singleness right now and I'm in a relationship if you guys don't know. So I just feel like we get a feel or you guys get a feel of both, you know, the best of both worlds right now. <laughs> but um, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, Jacqueline, if you don't mind. All right. Well, <laughs> this is my first time ever on a podcast. So, um, I'm, I'm just a really simple person. Uh, I'm a worship leader at my church and... I enjoy movies and TV probably more than I should. <laughs> um, I've known Kalia since since middle school. We, we were friends back then, and then we grew up kind of separated and passed and everything, and now here we are, and right. I, I'm so, so excited to, to be on here with her tonight. Dude, this is awesome. This is going to be so good. Um, y'all, I'm going to be completely honest, like... This is so last minute. Like, I need to get my act together because, like, I already knew that I wanted to bring her on my podcast just because when we had, like, a conversation, I was like, oh, like, God, I already know I want her on my podcast. But I was like, ooh, I just don't know when. But I'm like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and do it now, like, for this next episode. So we're jumping in. And so, guys, I'm super, I just keep saying I'm super excited because this is going to be a good episode. (laughs) I already know it's going to be a good episode. Um, But the first question that I wanted to ask you to kind of just jumpstart off the podcast is, um, what is your take on being equally yoked with one another and how important is it for that to just be one of the main goals in a relationship? really really powerful question um, <laughs> just going head first I think to begin with um I want to address that that is a super super commonly misunderstood verse mm-hmm. and a lot of ways people see that as a physical um being meaning whenever it says being equally yoked when it really means a spiritual Like, if I am marrying somebody, being equally yoked means being believing of the same God. Yeah. It doesn't matter ethnicity, color, race, any of that. It is 
about me and whomever loving the Lord. Yeah. And I, th- I think that's a really, really big common misconception that that a lot of people will will look back to you and be like, okay, but but am I getting this right, you know? Yeah. So the importance of it now, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that you can really be in a relationship that that will work till the till the end of your life especially if you're if you're trying to get married to that person Mm -hmm. if you want the relationship to work it has to be christ-centered yeah my favorite 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 example um this might be a little harder to explain with just my voice but (laughs) it's the it's a representation of a triangle Mm -hmm. i love that the two opposite sides and let's say I'm one and my husband is the other. Yeah. The only way we are going to meet and going to work is us making our way up to the top where God is. Yeah. And that's where that's where we'll really connect and that's the best way to fuel a relationship through God. Because yeah. if your intentions are through God, the relationship will work as it should. Oh, as yeah. it should spiritually physically emotionally like that is your absolute best course of action i think i totally agree with that like a hundred percent like if god isn't in the middle of your relationship i just feel like it's not gonna work and i mean i hate to you know be the debbie downer in that situation like if you're in a relationship and like you guys are not just working towards not only pursuing each other but pursuing god individually like you know what's the benefits like how do you expect your relationship to be blessed if god's not going to be in the middle of it blessing it being the one blessing your relationship you know and so i completely understand that like i totally agree like god just automatically has to be in the middle of your relationship um yeah and i mean it just if you aren't right with god yourself Mm -hmm. you there's just no making a lasting relationship especially if you are somebody who is really passionate in their faith yeah and is trying to pursue something with somebody who isn't that is the same and another another illustration that that i always always go back to is it is so much easier to pull somebody down from a chair mm-hmm. than it is to pull somebody up if i'm standing on a chair and let's say that that chair represents mm. me and my relationship with god it will be so much easier for somebody who isn't a follower yeah. to pull me down from that place than for me to pull them up. And the best mm-hmm. excuse for people in relationships like that is, oh, I can change them. Oh, I'll be the influence. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, that is the, you are there for a reason. Yeah. That, that is the case. But a lot of the time, it's just us trying to justify being with somebody who we know the lord isn't leading us to yeah totally oh but i love that i love that analogy that you use like that was <laughs> that's gonna be something i'm gonna be telling everybody <laughs> like okay like it's easier to pull somebody down from a chair than put them up like that's so true though like i but i love that um but like kind of going along with the like the same question like have you been in a relationship um that's you guys weren't equally yoked and like how did that look and how did that go for you personally 
I've been, I haven't been in, in many relationships in my life, but the ones that I have been were super, very immature relationships that, that were just like beginnings and all that. Um, but one in particular, um, the guy that I was dating told me, cause I, my policy for dating has always been, if you are not Christian, I will not date you. I mean, even that, like, you can be Christian, but if you were not a man of God, though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's something that I've learned after the fact, Mm -hmm. but but to justify it to myself, as long as they're Christian, it's okay. Yeah. Which, now, obviously, that is, (laughs) my eyes have been opened more. Yeah. um, But so everybody, everybody that has ever been interested in me has known if you don't believe in God, there is no, there is no future between us. Mm-hmm. So this one guy that I dated, he told me before we got together, cause we hung out a few times before we officially confirmed the relationship. And he had told me that he, he's a Christian. He believed in God. He, all of that, like everything I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. And during the relationship, it was, it was pretty obvious to me that if he was a Christian, he was not, not one strong in his faith, Mm -hmm. just by the way he held himself, by the way he acted and talked to me. And we didn't date for long, maybe three months, I guess. But you can ask anybody that knows me from that time in my life. I was the worst version of myself. Mm -hmm. I was not in a good place mentally I was definitely not in a good place spiritually and then the relationship itself was just so draining for me it Mm. took everything out of me and I was always trying to please this boy and he just he was never satisfied yeah and it was the hardest thing for me because at that time he was my everything whatever and so logically I, I wasn't thinking straight and I let myself like the analogy earlier I let myself be pulled down and it wasn't until months after the relationship that I had kind of opened my eyes to what had happened and righted myself with God because once you commit to something that is so unappealing to the Lord Mm -hmm. it really really takes a toll on you oh yeah especially if you're not aware of it so it was it was brutal it was not it was not a good time for, mm-hmm. for me or for my faith. Yeah. Yeah, I totally understand that, too. Like, I mean, even if it is, it doesn't even have to be a relationship in the sense. Like, it could just be anything, like, you know, that mm-hmm. you are committed to, you know, and wholeheartedly. And it kind of just goes back to, like, being so a part of this world as well. Like, and then trying to come off of it. Like, it's hard. Um, Idolization is... is- easily the hardest thing we have to deal with as as human beings Mm -hmm. trying to follow the lord with with free will yeah i mean idolized everything and sometimes it's unintentional Mm -hmm. like you can love god with all of your heart and soul but the minute you put anything before him even for just a second i mean wow yeah it's crazy the toll that'll that that will take oh yeah totally completely like seriously like (laughs) Oh my gosh, like, I was literally, like, you know, thinking about that, too, like, just idolizing things, because you could just be unaware of, like, the things that you idolize, 
Um, and especially like if you are completely like, I wouldn't say like you're worshiping your partner, but you are just completely just putting your partner before God. Uh-huh. And, you know, we serve a jealous God you know and so it's just it's just (laughs) it's awful like when you just put anything before god especially a person like come on um it is it is brutal i mean and it's so so easy i mean it's easy to do it with anything Mm -hmm. but especially with people when we are wired to to love and to be loved yeah it is so tricky especially Especially when you're dealing with somebody who is not equally yoked to you. Yeah. I mean, there's just no, there's no balancing that. It's either, at that point, it's either him or God, you know? Yeah. And we can try to have the best of both worlds, but if, in the end, ultimately, if the person you are with does not love God more than you, Mm -hmm. the relationship is doomed from the start. Yeah, totally. And, yeah, that just goes for me too, like, you know, with my relationship, within my relationship with Jameson and I, like, I want Jameson to pursue God so much more than he pursues me. Like, I want, um, like, there's three priorities. Like, I want God to be your number one priority. Like, I want you uh-huh. to chase after the heart of God. Like, I want you to totally, like, like, I'm not even finna be mad. Like, oh, I'm doing Bible study. I'm praying right now. Like, yes. Like, I encourage you to do so. Like, okay, don't talk to me. Go spend that time with God. Like, I really want, you know, to make sure that not only him, but me as well, that we are putting God, like, first completely. Yeah. Because yeah. God is the creator. God is love. And the only way that you're going to find true love, like, within your relationship is if you find it with God first. Amen. Amen. So, I love that. I totally love that. Um, but like before we move on with like being equally yoked and everything, I kind of wanted to touch basis on like my relationship as well, because it uh-huh. was like definitely like one of the biggest learning moments for Jameson and I, like, um, and just me personally too, with my relationship with God, like when we both, when me and Jameson, um, met each other. And then when we first started dating, we were definitely lukewarm Christians, like, I didn't have, like, my wholehearted, fulfilled relationship with God. And, um, you know, I found God and my personal relationship, you know, with him in the middle of our relationship. And Uh so it was, we went through a season where it was just really hard. And I just felt like, you know, Jameson didn't care in a sense. Because when I found my relationship with God, I went full force on fire with him, with on fire with God, like Bible studies, praying, trying to get involved. Like it was like major, like I was in that honeymoon phase with God. So like everything was just like heightened and full force. And so like, I'm just asking Jameson, like, why don't you want to do this? Why aren't you doing this with me? Like I would get so mad and I just really had to, like the Holy Spirit had to slow me down, first of all, (laughs) because, um, you know, Instead of encouraging him in being that godly figure in Jameson's life, it was just kind of like a forcing figure in his life. Because because I've grown, I've grown so much with my relationship with God in like a span of a couple months. And I just expected Jameson to be on the same pedestal as me. Like automatically. That's hard. That's really hard. It's very hard. And so that's just something that we were kind of struggling with and that like, that was a challenge that we had to face within our relationship because 
Like, I just wanted him to be automatically like this head over heels man of God. But, you know, it's a learning point for everything. Like, he has to learn his own relationship with God at his own time. And that's with everybody, you know? And so um, that was one of the biggest things and milestones that we had to face. And now, like, you know, taking a step back for me and something that I had to learn was, you know, instead of trying to force him, just continue praying for him and praying for his personal relationship with God. And I continue to do that every day. I always make sure that it is like a checklist that I have to pray for Jameson and like his growth and his personal relationship and just his well-being. And um, with that, like came so much like healthy change. And so I started to, and I'm starting to see like just so much just growth from him just because I took a step back. And yes, I encourage him and everything and I support him and I love him. But I pray for him. And um, it just came so much, became so much change. And, you know, he started to be more encouraging and inspirational towards me and checking me and holding me accountable with my relationship with God. And so, like, if you're in a relationship, like, all relationships aren't going to, like, obviously work that way. But um, there's just so many signs that God showed me, like, okay, we're supposed to be together. And supposed to be learning with each other. And oh, that's so yeah, and so um, now I'm just like, because I took that step back and I told told myself, you know, and the Holy Spirit like slowed me down in that moment that I just have to pray for him. I have to wait for him to grow his personal relationship. And now like Jameson is holding me like completely accountable. I just be like, oh, like sometimes I'll be like offended, <laughs> but at the same time, like I'm falling head over heels for him, like <laughs> like all over again because he be telling me about myself. So I just completely love that. And so if you guys are, if any of you are like going through, you know, the phase that I kind of went through in our relationship in the beginning, like, you know, prayer is your best friend. Like, completely rely on him. Instead of trying to change, you know, how Jacqueline said, you can't change somebody. But just prayer works miracles. Prayer moves mountains. And not only did it help, I feel like, Jameson at the same time, but it helps our relationship. And it helps us individually. And, like, he prays for me every day. And, like, we do devotional now together. And we pray together. And so it's just, you know, like a huge milestone that we kind of, went through and that we faced and that we conquered and we're still conquering each and every day like we're still learning different stuff from each other so it's it's amazing so yeah that's such a good word Um, (laughs) I love that and oh my goodness that is that is the hardest part in in any relationship whether it be romantic or just friendships or family is whenever you are are on fire and, and all you want is for the people that you love to be in the same place with God. And, and unfortunately, that is not the case for everybody. Yeah. And there's no forcing that onto anybody. Like you said, I mean, it is at their own pace. It is at their own own willingness to, to open up to God. Mm-hmm. I mean, your relationship with God is between you and God. Yeah. Nobody else and as much as we we want to change that for some people, I mean that's just not it's just not the case. Mm-hmm. So prayer prayer really is the most powerful weapon we have. Oh yeah, completely. There's nothing that cannot be accomplished mm-hmm. through prayer. 
Yeah. And that you said um, the the honeymoon phase with God. Oh, girl, that <laughs> hit me. That hit me deep. Uh, that reminds me of like whenever you're in middle school, high school, and you go on like church retreats with like your youth group. And you come back and you're just you're just so fired up and they always tell you keep that fire keep it burning do what you can make sure you feel like this always and and you're you're truly in that that honeymoon phase and it's it's just crazy to think about how easily you go out of that and the fact yeah. that it happens more than once i've been in a honeymoon phase with god about a hundred times <laughs> right and it's and it's finally getting to that place that 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 honeymoon phase is no longer just a phase that's just how you live oh yeah and that is that is such a powerful powerful word i love that oh my gosh dude see this is why i knew i had to bring her on here like oh my gosh like this girl is so wise like i love you so much dude like oh my gosh y'all are like getting the best of both worlds right now (laughs) and i love the dynamic we have i love that i love that we can speak from two two sides of the same coin yeah yeah dude for real but can you just repeat that one more time? Because that's so good, like the last part. You know? Yeah, I mean, it, that, it comes with, with the growth and just the experience of, of what the Lord can do in your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, because once you start seeing the effects of, of you devoting your life to him is when you really start to see change and in that honeymoon phase truly becomes a lifestyle like yeah. it's not there's no more okay i'm i'm living for you for the next three weeks mm-hmm. and then and i'm gonna take a break it is it is a continuous god you gave me everything i have mm-hmm. so i'm gonna give everything i have to you that's so good Dude. And it, it is such a blessing it is the the fact that we are able to rejoice in him like that is just incomparable to anything else we've been given no honestly like nothing can compare and nothing can take away from god's love and so like i just really feel like even like with adding like kind of piggybacking off of you really quick like i just really love like what you said because when you have a true you know fulfilled relationship with the father like you're always going to be so in love so in love like, yes, we shouldn't base, and you shouldn't base your relationship with God off of feelings, but when you truly know the heart of God, like, you are going to be so in love, and it's so true, and it's so pure, and it's just so real, and so I really it, love, like, how you stated that. It's just, it's the most freeing thing. Completely. It, it really is. I, I, I love it. Yeah. There's nothing like it. At all. <laughs> i love that okay so um kind of i want to go back into you know this past relationship that you kind of briefly touched on real quick and um i just want to ask you like how did your past relationship affect your relationship with god today like you know what's some learning points that you really got from it and that kind of like just changed your mindset completely 
I got a lot of those um, after that relationship. Yeah, share them. Share them, sis. For me, me, this relationship was one of the biggest turning points in my life. And granted, I'm I'm still young, Mm -hmm. so I don't... I don't have too too much experience under my belt, but in the in the time that I have been given, I can honestly say that that relationship has taught me more about myself mentally, emotionally, and spiritually than anything else ever has. Mm. Um, so, like I said, in that relationship, it was just. Because, of course, it had its honeymoon phase. Yeah. We we were okay for a little while, and I was like, wow, this boy is everything to me. It's just, mm. I'm so happy. I'll never be this happy again. Typical, like, 17-year-old girl. Right. In a relationship, <laughs> you know. And so, um, I don't even think I was 17 at the time. I think I got into that relationship when I was 16. Mm. Um, and so, I... I devoted everything I I had to this boy. I was experiencing new things and I was uncovering new ground that I hadn't in any relationship before. And it was all new and it was scary and it was exciting and it was a genuine high school relationship. Right. (laughs) Um, If y'all know, y'all know. It it, it did just destroy me. I mean, it, it changed everything about who I was as a person from the beginning to that of that relationship to the end. I mean, I had people that I loved and that loved me constantly telling me, you are making a mistake. Mm-hmm. And so the biggest thing I learned um, out of that was if everyone in your circle is telling you you're doing something wrong, mm-hmm. listen to them. <laughs> Yeah. People that love you the most yeah. are the ones that are going to call you out. Very true. So that was, <laughs> that was a big realization. But yeah. um, so after that, I, I kind of just gave up on relationships for a little while after that. And I, had, I had even made out with this one guy in a parking lot <laughs> <laughs> like months later because I yeah. was just I was just so lost and insecure and and to me like hope was gone for a while I was just I was down in the worst place I had I had been Mm -hmm. in my life and so so growing from that I look back to that girl today and I'm like if you had just spent one night of your life during that time and prayed if you Mm -hmm. just prayed one time you would have been okay yeah it was it was just so rough and as hard as that time was for me it taught me everything Mm -hmm. just from seeing the way that he acted and the way he talked to me and the way we were together really opened my eyes to the kind of guy that I do want Mm. and the first thing I realized after I got out of the relationship especially after I found out that he never believed in God at all it was just something he said to be with me yeah um wow it was I want I want a godly man yeah 
there is the biggest difference between boy and man. <laughs> you better preach. Come on. <laughs> a boy will belittle you and treat you less than what you are worth. Yeah. A man will look at you the way God intended to. Come on. <laughs> Um, and so, so really that, that relationship taught me, I want a man who loves God more than me. Mm. I, I, I will not settle for anything less. And it, it taught me my worth in a lot of ways, Yeah. Um, just physically and mentally. I, cause again, I was, I was down really, really bad. And after that, I was like, I cannot believe I settled for that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not one to settle for anything. Mm-hmm. Man. But man. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so now, good. It's like every guy that I meet, the first thing I do is, God, is this, is this what you want? Yeah. Setting and boundaries. Any, any doubt. Yeah. I'm like next (laughs) (laughs) dude that's so good though wow that is amazing and like the biggest thing that really just like really stuck out to me is when you when you found out that he didn't he you know he wasn't christian at all like wow that's crazy crazy? that's crazy (laughs) like what boys will say anything just to mm, mm, mm. exactly exactly and it and I think if I had been more secure in my faith prior to that relationship, mm-hmm. I would have looked at him one time and been like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> Dude. But now, I, it was it really was just such a good learning experience, especially when it comes to the standards that I have now compared to then, because I all of my standards are now biblical. Yeah has to be. But if you are not from the Lord himself, mm-hmm. don't come near me. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what that friendships too, though. Like, like, you know, because really, like, whoever you're around, like, you know, your spirits, you know, especially, like, if you have the spirit of discernment, like, you know, if they're not for you, if they're not, they're, if they're not going to benefit you spiritually, like, you know, I wouldn't exactly. take part in that exactly yeah and that just goes back to the if we're not growing towards christ together yeah we're not growing at all yeah completely yeah i totally agree with that um i want to touch on like one of the parts that you said like you know everyone around you pointing out like you know this is not what you need to be doing this is not something or a relationship that you need to be a part of i really want to touch on like just red flags really quick because Mm -hmm. a lot of the times we skip and we just kind of walk past the red flags because we are so comfortable in that relationship or friendship that we are in and so like we see the red flags we know that you know what they're doing is not for us mentally emotionally and spiritually for us um but because we became so comfortable and because I guess quotations you know that we're in love with them we just completely Uh just disregard the red flags and so what's your take on um just touching on that a little bit 
I think that our biggest downfall as human beings is when we want something, it is very hard to deter that from us. Like we, when we focus on something that that we want whether it be good or bad it's kind of like a tunnel vision Mm -hmm. situation so Mm. it doesn't matter who is telling us stop don't don't go any further if we want it bad enough we're gonna get it and we're gonna have to learn the hard way right and i think that the the hardest situation is whenever you've been with somebody for a while Mm mm-hmm and it starts to go downhill after you've already acclimated and become comfortable with this person and you know them. Because yeah. people can change. Mm. People change based on circumstances, based on new people, based on just personal um, issues. I mean, it is the hardest thing whenever you love somebody, again, whether that's relationship like romantically or not, if you love somebody and you see them start to change, the hardest thing to do is to let go. Oh yeah, letting go is hard. It is it is so brutal and it is the worst thing we <laughs> we have to deal with sometimes. Yeah. And hardest thing is when everybody like I said, when everybody in your circle is telling you stop, you don't want to go there. Yeah. It is so easy to just ignore it, to just you know, but I want to do this. This is my life. I mm-hmm. can do what I want. I'm mm-hmm. in control. And then that's what leads us to to making bad decisions, to mm-hmm. having regrets, to wishing we had done things differently, and yeah. wishing we had listened to those people. And all around just being hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I do think that getting hurt is one of the best ways to learn. Yeah. But it's it's when you're in a situation that has repeated itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know the the saying: "Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me." Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you are just continuously going after these things that everybody has told you not to, at that point, it is a self destruction mm-hmm. method. And you I feel like even with that. Yourself. I feel like even with that too, like a lot of the times I feel like God allows us to really kind of just get ourselves hurt. Like, I mean, God isn't going to let us fall or fail, but I feel like even with our relationship with God and God's just going to let you learn for yourself, especially like if you've ignored his signs, like countless amount of times, he's going to let you find out yourself. It's just like, um, I, so I had a, I had a youth minister that, has taught me everything I know and he his favorite way to teach was through analogies and illustrations and all that so another one that comes to mind is is the one of if you were a parent and your kid keeps coming up to the stove Mm -hmm. wanting to touch it you slap it away yeah it gets upset and you're like it is it is for your own good Mm -hmm. kid back tries to touch it slap it again I told you no yeah it wants to go back one more time, and at this point, you're like, "Shoot, do it." Do <laughs> me. Kid touches it, gets burned, but the kid learns. Yeah. I don't touch that. Yeah, right. <laughs> it is. It is the same thing we deal with as as people, just getting hurt by the same thing so many times that 
either a people give up mm-hmm. or you finally learn yeah yeah and it is it that is such a hard realization for us when it comes to things that we want and things that we are not ready to let go of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because yeah. there's always that mindset of it'll change yeah some people have it i can change them yeah no no, no. honey you can't you can't <laughs> change them <laughs> at all like if like even with that, like, you can't expect to change somebody if they don't want to change themselves. And, like, I live by that saying. Amen Because, like, with just so many friendships that I've been in, like, um, you know, just you really can't change anybody if they just are so ready. And they're not ready to change. They don't want better for mm-hmm. themselves. And it's just, like, at this point, it's exhausting. Yeah, it's the same reason why the first step of, like, rehab is admitting you have a problem. Yeah. Until you and the people around you realize that there's an issue, Mm -hmm. nothing's going to change. At all. At all. (laughs) It's it's rough. Yeah, yeah, it's very tough in that, like, just in that moment in general. And then, you know, just having to finally make the decision to up and go. But, um, so let me ask you this. I like, (laughs) I just love like how you speak on, you know, just how this relationship changed you and just you're, Uh you're just wise words right now. And just being able to speak on that just so confidently. And so, um, you know, what was the final moment for you that, that you knew that you just had to let go? And, like, how did you do so? Oh, wow. That's a, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, I don't think that there was ever real one defining moment for me. Because mm-hmm. I was not the one to end that relationship. Mm. Um, he broke up with me. Yeah. Because, and, it, I mean, it was kind of on me because I'm the one that brought it up that, things were not going the way that they should yeah I had told him that I want more from him and that I wanted our relationship to go somewhere and he didn't he didn't want to give me the things that I needed Mm -hmm. so he dumped me that Mm -hmm. night um and and I was hung up on him for for a while yeah uh I want to say, because it was a good few months that that I thought about him and that I was still having those feelings for him. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then, like I said, I, I had met this other guy and, and we just had like a little fling. We never made anything serious. And that kind of helped me move on. It was just like a little rebound situation yeah. that I regret. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then after that, it the feelings for for the original guy had, had kind of still floated around every now and then, but it wasn't until I I kind of sat down and I looked at myself and I looked at my life and everything I'd gone through in that in that time period, and I was like, "Wow, yeah, that is just sad. Like you changed everything." about who you were and about what you wanted mm-hmm. to be treated like you were dirt. Mm. 
And so at that point, it was no longer a how do I fix things? It was the only thing left that I can do is to turn to God. Mm. And yeah. that is that's something that we do often oh, is yeah. use the Lord as what I like to call fire insurance. Mm. When you've burned everything to the ground, you've nothing left to do. The only thing you can do is turn to God. Mm-hmm. And That's it's so it's that coming to him with my, my tail between my legs, head down, begging him to forgive me for for letting everything get in the way of my relationship for him and the the mercy he gave me and the forgiveness and the peace yeah. that I felt after that is is a feeling I will never forget. Mm-hmm. There is nothing like letting everything around you fade and, and focusing back on God and just experiencing the immense relief mm, that's with so it. True. It is just... And after that, it, it everything changed. I, I had looked through my life and I had gotten rid of some friends that I knew weren't, weren't good for me anymore. I had cleared myself of everything of that past relationship I let go and I was I was finally finally at a place where I could breathe again wow and it was it was just so powerful and and it's something that I've lived with since I mean Mm -hmm. I I I go through hard patches and and rough times like anybody else but I I don't think I ever really let go of that of that peace that I I had received in that in that time wow oh that is amazing um i mean and that just goes to show like there is nothing in this world there is nothing that anybody can give you that um can compare to what god has promised you already and so um you can try any and everything relationships friendships drugs like anything in this world but nothing's gonna fulfill you like how god can and i just completely (laughs) love that like all together (laughs) Oh, so okay this I I have to share this um so there was another guy um I me and you had spoken about this mm-hmm. um when we talked the other day but there was another guy that I had fallen for um at the end of last year yeah going into this year and it was it was huge huge complicated mess of of just destruction mm-hmm. and it it had tore me down um similar to to how my past relationship had it had kind of stripped me away of everything I thought I had yeah. for a while and at the time I was still I was still clinging to God and I was like Lord if this is what you want for me mm-hmm. let it be mm-hmm. but but it, the, there comes this confusion where your wants kind of cross with your needs mm. and what what God is telling you. Right. And as I was as I was in this relationship with God, I found myself wanting this guy more than more than anything I'd wanted before, and and it shows it shows just how easy it is to kind of lose sight. Because yeah. even though I still had God in my corner and I was still going back to him every now and then, mm-hmm. 
I just let this want for this guy just completely overtake me. And, and in that point, I just kind of, it was, God, I've been telling you I want this guy. I've been telling you I want this relationship. Yeah. I don't understand why you're not giving it to me. Mm. I'm praying. I'm reading my Bible. I'm worshiping. I'm doing everything you want me to do. Why are you not giving me what I want? <laughs> and so, yeah. so I, I went through this phase that I was like, you know what? If you're not going to give me what I want, I'm not going to give you what I want. It was like a stubborn child. <laughs> I I then went on to making the worst decisions I had ever made in my life. In my life, I turned to to people that I I shouldn't have really talked to. I I turned to drinking. I turned to partying. Just all of this stuff that that had never crossed my mind before. That had. I knew was wrong, but it was like, it was like I was trying to get back at God. Wow. And it was this revenge led, I'm going to, I'm going to show you what I can do without you. And maybe, maybe you'll learn your lesson. Wow. And obviously with God, that doesn't work. At all. (laughs) But I feel like everyone, everyone has like had a conversation like that with God and just went Mm -hmm. through that. Absolutely. And and it doesn't work. It will never, ever work. <laughs> and so I get to this point that I, I'm i just I'm just down really bad again. And I'm like, wow, this sucks. Yeah. I'm like, what did I just do? Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's like, obviously, me acting out isn't going to make God favor me anymore. Yeah. And so I... I sat down again, just like before. I, I turned to God and I tail between my legs, head down. I'm so sorry. Right. And thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, for always, always forgiving us. Yes. There is nothing better than that. One of the I best mean, gifts. The power in in the mercy that God grants us is just each and every day yeah amen i mean it is there's nothing the the it is so hard to wrap my brain around there's nothing that i can do that can't be forgiven right come on i mean how how amazing is that no limit like there's no limit there's like nothing that says oh this amount of times that you sin or that you just fall short okay, if you do it a hundred times after the hundred, like one-on-one, like I'm not forgiving you anymore. There's no limit to God's forgiveness. He's to the West. Like, oh, so good. Just powerful. So good. And so uh, after that, I, and that's kind of where, that's, that's where I am now. That is what led me to, to being in the season of singleness that I am just happier than ever. Mm-hmm. I, so focused on the Lord and what what else he's given me that the idea of a relationship hasn't even crossed my mind I'm just so at peace with my life and with myself and with my relationship with God that if I do ever want a relationship it will be when God sends me one oh my gosh yes she is thriving her singleness and you know, I like I obviously haven't experienced 
that because I've been in a relationship for so long. <laughs> but um like just hearing a lot of my friends that are going through the singleness season and just hearing that they are thriving and, you know, relying on their relationship with God because that's all they can do. It's just honestly so inspiring. Like even to a person that's in a relationship. Like I love to hear that from my friends because you don't want to hear that they're just deep down miserable and that they try to find their happiness in a guy but they're instead they're thriving in their singleness and they're finding their happiness and their love in God and I I love that like it's so like heartwarming to just hear that you know as a person that's in a relationship so I'm super proud of you like beyond proud of you and like how confident you are in your relationship with God and like you know, all of the learning points that you've, you know, that you just found with these past relationships and how it, you know, encouraged you with your relationship with God. Like, that's awesome, girl. That's a huge milestone. Like, that's something that you can just, like, you should just all around just be proud of for real. Like, and that's it huge. really is just something that, that obviously I owe to God and that I, I never take advantage of yeah i am nothing if not thankful Mm -hmm. for everything given me because once you realize that you everything you have is because he gave it to you i mean that's just that's the most powerful realization we can come to i love that i love that i wanted to touch on something really quick before i um ask these final two questions um Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, thinking back and, you know, okay, well, Jameson is my first official boyfriend. Like, <laughs> like oh, wow. he is the one that I was, like, yes, confidently in that I've been in a long-term relationship with. But, like, every other guy, like, okay, I'm not going to bash anybody on here. <laughs> that is not my intentions. But every guy that I've kind of, like, you know talk to obviously never got past the talking stage um Mm -hmm. just because you know god was definitely saving me from some guys (laughs) and the talking stage that i went through um thank thank you jesus for that i just want to take a moment thank you jesus for not allowing me to be in a relationship with some of these guys because like i'm not gonna bash them but you just know that they were not for me so thank you god like for real in all seriousness but just looking back, like, I'm really glad that, like, I'm in a relationship with Jameson because he taught me so much and um, he teaches, he continues to teach me every day and just having, like, the accountability, dang, can I speak? Accountability partner, not just, you know, I love you, but holding me accountable. And a lot of the times when, you know, I may be struggling or going through a season of just, um spiritual warfare and everything like that and I'm just like Jameson like you know like I'm not feeling the best like I just don't feel myself and the first question that he always asks me is okay well the first two questions but they're kind of one but (laughs) the first things that he asked me is have you been praying and have you been in your word Amen. Always. Like, there's never been a time that Jameson has not asked me, like, have you been in your word and have you been praying? And, like, he always is like, cat got your tongue, like, at that time. Because I'm like, no. You know, like, I haven't been wholeheartedly putting my faith in God recently. And he's like, you know, 
well that's obviously why because you know you haven't been turning to the creator and and so I just really love that about Jameson and you know because he grew up in a Christian household as well like his family is really Christian based and I just love that you know that he just learns and that he takes his time to learn and you know holds me accountable and catches my tongue when he knows that I've been not acting myself or whatever because looking back on like any other guy that I've talked to I just don't think that none of them none of them compare to my relationship that I'm in right now like I just don't I'm not gonna say this in a bad way but I just don't believe that any of them would hold me accountable like how Jameson does yeah and um you know God is just so good in that area just because I never got past the talking stage because of a lot of the things that they did and they just the immaturity you know in that season and even though that me and Jameson were both lukewarm Christians when we first got together now like we are both completely wholeheartedly like living for God and not only in our relationship but individually striving to pursue God and so it just makes it 10 times better so I'm just really thankful for Jameson. If you're listening to this, I'm thankful for you. I love you <laughs> because <laughs> God is so good in that area. Dude, so That's such a good word. Yeah. Uh, accountability in a relationship is one of the most important aspects yeah. um, of any any relationship. I mean, yes. if you can't hold each other accountable, what are you doing? Yes, you know? and that goes into the next question that I wanted to ask you. Um, so, like, how important is it for you know each other you know in your perspective to be in a relationship not only to be with your partner but to encourage to hold each other accountable and to help each other spiritually I think that's that's everything yeah I mean like like we've been saying touching on the the essence of this conversation Mm -hmm. I mean you cannot be in a relationship that works without growing towards God and I mean, encouraging each other, I mean, encouraging people is just something you do. Yeah. I mean, if you are a, a person of God, encouraging people should be second language to you, mm-hmm. especially in your relationships. I mean, if you're not speaking words of life into each other, I mean, how are you, how are you ever going to grow? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's just... I mean, think about any time that that somebody encouraged you on a day that you were you were just not not having it, where mm-hmm. it was just everything was going wrong, nothing was going your way, and and one person said one good thing to you. I mean, the difference that that makes. Yeah. And so, in a relationship, especially, I mean, if you are not growing towards God, you are not growing at all. Mm-hmm. And speaking words of life into each other holding each other accountable i mean that's just all stuff that that goes into into that that growth and i think that it is the most important part of a relationship especially if you're trying to make one that's that's gonna work mm-hmm. you know yeah man that's so good and i just wanted to kind of touch on um the scripture proverbs chapter 27 verse 17 and this is um one of my favorite scriptures that just kind of I always go back to when it comes to friendships and relationships is iron sharpens iron. Mm. And um, that just kind of goes hand in hand with being accountable with each other. Um, 
like we have to sharpen each other but Amen. you can't sharpen each other if you're not sharpening yourself oh that's a good word mm-hmm. yeah that's a good word. i love that i love that so much um um something else that i wanted to touch on with accountability before i swear there's just so many topics that i can talk to <laughs> with jacqueline about relationships like we just like go head deep like just scrape everything off the surface with us yep, like when it comes to relationships that's why i'm like relationships is such a big topic um but okay i guess these are gonna be the final two because i just want to ask you another thing before i get to the final question because <laughs> i feel like we just have to talk about this because this topic is very 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 important um but what's your take on you know purity and abstaining from sexual immorality in a relationship. I was waiting on this one, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the the biggest thing, the biggest thing I've learned in all my years when it comes to this question, there is the biggest difference between your virginity and your purity. Mm. Ooh, girl. You can be a virgin and not be pure oh my gosh come on and i think that's where the biggest biggest misconception especially in young relationships Mm -hmm. where where that's that's a really important factor um the the go-to excuses well we're not having sex so it's okay like i'm a virgin so it's okay yeah Every, every dirty thought, every over-the-close action, every look mm. that, that there is an implication of, I want to do more, mm. takes away from your, pur- from your purity. Wow. If you, if you are not centered in God, the hardest thing to do in a relationship is stay pure. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. losing your purity is so, so easy to do. Mm-hmm. Very easy. <laughs> I mean, especially when we are wired with that temptation right. of, I just want to touch you. I just want to be on you. I just want everything that comes in a relationship. Yeah. And, and we we went through um, the book of uh, Song Solomon. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, if you ever want to learn how sex should be read that book it is <laughs> y'all so heard it first powerful. yeah and it, it just it just describes on why waiting till marriage is so important mm-hmm. and and it's just it's, again especially at the young age it's so easy to to let go of of the importance of that just well, well, we only did it once, so it's okay. No, yeah. I mean it, that is such a sacred part of you, and and a part that is genuinely so God intended to be mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. That when when you ruin it before it's time, you've taken away the gloriousness of it. Wow. Yeah. That's just oh, I love I love that question. And that, I love that question. That's There's just so true. I can say on it. Yeah, because, I mean, even, like, sex is supposed to be a beautiful thing. It talks about in the Bible, like, how beautiful it's supposed to be when it's shared the right way with the right person. Uh Um, Because God made it for, God made sex to be enjoyable. Like, 
obviously like we're supposed we're we're supposed to be here to multiply to procreate like god made sex to be enjoyable but it's supposed to be a beautiful thing done the right way at the right time with the right person and i feel like there's just such this taboo on it yeah i mean it is not something disgusting and it's not something that is frowned upon yeah when it is used in the right way as Mm -hmm. god intended it to be Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. you are married to the person you are going to spend the rest of your life with yeah it is beautiful thing it's when you are at a friend's house one night and you're bored and you and you and your guy Mm -hmm. get all excited (laughs) that it, it becomes this this temptation sent from satan yeah yeah and i feel like even with that like there's just a complete like a total difference between lustful sex and like Mm -hmm. beautiful beautiful sex okay because like lustful sex is obviously something that you guys both are so tempted to to do and you're just in the heat of the moment and you know it just sounds good in that moment but the difference between that and then beautiful, you know, it's just, it's made, it's, it's right. It's completely right. You know? It's, uh, that's so powerful. Yeah. And again, Songs of Solomon, I mean, that it describes, and obviously it's not like word for word descriptions. Like it's, it's metaphors and all that as, as you would expect, <laughs> but it is just so beautiful it is something to be excited about one, yeah. for one day for when you are with your person mm-hmm. and, and and doing it as god intended yeah i mean it really is just this amazing gift that yeah. we've we've been allowed and the fact that people take that for granted and and just use it to make it this this impure ugly thing mm-hmm. is it so heartbreaking because you when you're using it in the wrong way you are not experiencing the joy that comes with it yeah totally totally um one of the things that I really wanted to just point out really quick is you know obviously if you you know you've had sex and you're not a virgin anymore like we are not trying to bash you like at all like you know we all make mistakes we all fall short of God's glory and um you know, that's just something that you have to take into account for yourself is to repent and confess your sins. And, um, you know, falling short from God's glory, especially when it comes to sexual immorality, it's very, it's very hard because, you know, I feel like with me, like I've dealt with it for so long, like just lust and the addiction and everything like that. Like from, I don't even know, like I was just introduced to it, like at a such like, at a young age, like, with uh-huh. just peers that yeah. didn't, you know, benefit me at all. And um, I obviously thought that there was nothing wrong with it. And one of the, like, I just wanted to go back to some, one of the things that Jacqueline had just touched on and she said, which was so good, was, you know, there's a big difference between being a virgin and being pure. Um, especially when it comes to, like, oh, I didn't have sex, so there's nothing wrong. But a lot of people still don't know this just because you don't actually have, like, actually have, like, the sex part of it. Like, indulging in everything else that's based around sex is just as bad. It's the same sin. And, um, I, 
I never thought that it was that bad, you know, like, okay, like, you know, as long as we don't have sex or just all of that different stuff or just indulging in it within yourself, like, you know, that's just something that you just have to really take into account for real, like, because it's so dangerous. And it's so easy to forget, especially when it comes to things like, like, sexual immorality and all that. God sees more than just your actions. Mm-hmm. He sees your implications and yeah. your intentions. Yeah. I mean, it is any, every thought that crosses through your mind, God sees. Mm-hmm. And, and in God's eyes, thinking of I- indulging in those things is, is the same as doing it. Yeah. I mean, I, your, God knows your heart. <laughs> so if if that's what is on your heart then yeah needs to happen between you and God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's so hard like you know it's very hard to kind of stay pure when it comes to being in a relationship just because you guys are so attracted to one another. And um it's something that it just takes a lot of self-discipline to kind of stray away from and um abstaining from sexual immorality and everything like that and so it's very hard when it comes to being in a relationship like I said because you're so attracted you know you really do love one another um but one of the things that I kind of wanted to touch on for like well two things I wanted to touch on with Jameson and I's relationship like one of the things that we um that we kind of focus on is how can God how can we expect God to bless our relationship if we are going against what he says with this Like, how can we expect him to bless our relationship in the future if we are not abiding by his commandments with abstaining from sexual immorality, you know? And that completely, like, changed both of our viewpoints about it. And that kind of helped us, you know, obviously stray away from doing anything. And so another thing that I wanted to touch on, like, y'all, we are children of God. And when you lust over somebody that's a child of God, like, say... I'm just going to give my relationship for an example. Like if I'm looking at Jameson in a lustful way, but he is a, he's a child of God. So it just kind of like, uh, I'm looking at God's son like that. And we're not even married. Uh. Like that changed my mindset so much. Like, I don't want to look at him that way. Like, you know, he's not my husband. Like, obviously, like, we're human, we're gonna have hormones, we're gonna have these thoughts, but just looking at Jameson in that way, and he's not my husband, and lusting over him, like, you know, like, it just kind of makes it seem, like, so bad, like, that is, that is a child of God right there, and I'm looking at him in that way? Come on. Oh, girl, that's such a good word. Like. Oh, that's so good. What a realization. Yeah. What? Uh, that's powerful yeah I love that like so much I I, you know it's a learning it's it's, y'all staying pure is (laughs) self-discipline so so much and I don't want to make it sound like like we have a down pattern like like it's the simple thing like just don't do it yeah yeah we are function we function with temptations Mm -hmm. I mean it is part of living it is it is knowing how to deal with those temptations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, whether you're in a relationship, single, it's complicated, whatever whatever you are in, 
it is always going to be there. Like, mm-hmm. it is always going to be something we struggle with. Yeah. And it's, it's human. It is just, that is what what it is. Don't expect I mean, that it's just, like, these thoughts are just going to completely, like, never come back to your mind when you, like, when you repent, like, God, take these desires away from me. Like, I know I did wrong. Like, I know I, you know indulge in sexual immorality like i know don't just automatically expect that you're never gonna have these thoughts again like Uh you're gonna have these thoughts but it gets easier to abstain from it and and once you've repented uh, over it you you you're giving that away you're handing that to god Mm -hmm. yes but like kalia just said i mean it it's bound to come back it is just knowing that if it does come back, your intention is to surrender it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's that's the most important thing. Like, it does not make you the worst person on planet Earth to have continuous, well, not continuous, but but the, the thoughts that come naturally, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, it's just, again, it's just knowing what to do with that. It's just being secure in your faith and your relationship and where God is leading you. Yeah, totally. And like, I had a learning moment that Jameson told me about that too. Like, um, you know, he's like, we're going to have these thoughts, but just don't act on it. Uh And that's with anything. Like if you're going to have a thought, don't act on it. Like do something to distract yourself, do something to, to take your mind off. And most importantly, pray when you have these thoughts like go to god because believe it or not like it's it gets easier if you continue to rely on god especially with this um situation so. yeah and i mean they one of my one of my favorite sayings is um with temptation it's a head heart hands mm-hmm. thing so if mm. you're having these thoughts <laughs> and you don't take care of it mm go through your head it's going to process through your heart and it's going to come out of your hands and your actions dude that is so good wow a scary thought can turn into an action in the blink of an eye if it's not dealt with yes oh my gosh and like okay there's a scripture that kind of goes but it's like you know don't act on like you know don't let anger lead you to sin uh-huh. And so that's kind of like the same thing. Like, don't let these thoughts lead you to sinning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, replace anger with, with whatever you're dealing with. Yeah. And it, it, it's all the same. Yeah, totally. Wow. It, it, it all is just about relying on God when you are faced with a temptation that is bigger than you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, one of the last things that I want to touch on before we, you know, kind of end out the podcast, because I feel uh-huh. like we can talk about purity forever like forever because <laughs> it's just such a good topic um but one of the things that I kind of learned recently was you know when you're abstaining from you know doing anything sexual with one another with your partner or just with anybody in general is just the act of love because you know the bible talks about love your neighbor as yourself and so that's one of the best ways to love your neighbor like if you're abstaining from it like that just shows a real act of love like when you decide to not do anything sexual with that person because it's sexual and like you're not married like abstaining from it and not indulging in that sin like that's a real act of love 
Amen. That's a Amen. huge act of love. Because it's not only for you spiritually, but you're also watching out for that person spiritually as well. So that you don't bring them and that you both don't downfall. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if your relationship is, is solely based on, on sex and, and what you can give each other physically, I mean, there's no... There's no genuine love involved. Wow. Yeah. I mean, lo- loving somebody is is surrendering those parts of yourself that that you can't control on your own. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Wow. That's that's really powerful. That's so good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I like having so much fun like right now. <laughs> like this is fun to me. Just having deep I conversations. Agree. <laughs> But, okay, so to end off um, today's podcast, because, y'all, we've been talking, but this is probably my longest podcast ever, but it's going to be so good. I already know. It's, uh, man, come on. Like, I'm just so excited to edit this. Like, <laughs> but to end it off, I wanted to ask you this last question is, what's your take? Because you, you kind of briefly touch on this a little bit in your experience but what's your take on women stop trying to find a husband and let god bring him to you oh my god oh i love this topic so much dude oh i love this question okay so as a as a young woman in the 21st century it is it is so mainstream to be in a relationship yeah to you find somebody, somebody good looking, somebody tall, somebody strong, and, and and to be in a relationship, whether or not you you truly truly want it, you know, mm-hmm. and and it's when you're looking on your own. I mean, I've I've gone through guy after guy. I mean, I've numerous dates, just people that that I've never truly felt satisfied with. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you've just you've just gone through so many so many people, so many different types of conversation, personality, and and you you find yourself kind of lost. I mean, it's like you you're in this maze of, of people that don't have what what you need. Mm-hmm. And after after the experience of trying and trying and trying giving up was the easiest thing to do because mm. at that point because you cannot be in a relationship without knowing your worth yeah if you have no self-worth you are going to settle for the worst types of guys you yeah. are going to settle so much harder than then you then you have you should you know i mean you should never settle yeah but it's it's really really hard not to whenever you don't know what mm-hmm. you want and what you deserve mm-hmm. and, and oh i just remembered this um <laughs> another another analogy <laughs> so this this kind of shaped my my search wow. um so my same youth minister told me, so at the time he, his son had been, had been this young kid, like four, three or four years old. Mm. 
and he goes over to him and his son is is gnawing on like this like this candy wrapper mm-hmm. and and my youth minister his name's shannon shannon keeps trying to take away the piece of trash because he's he wants to offer him the actual candy mm. <laughs> so he, he's trying to take he's trying to take away the wrapper and and the kid is is pitching a fit he's like he's screaming crying like that is what he wants he doesn't want anything else but little does he know shannon is trying to give him what he was actually chasing the actual treat and so so looking at that from a stance in my life i've been chasing garbage (laughs) for forever i mean and it wasn't until i i sat down and looked back and let god show me what you were chasing is is a candy wrapper i mean Mm. it is it is trash it belongs in the garbage and it is not for you i am trying to offer you so much better wow and even if he doesn't have it right now i know it's coming yeah wow god will never ever ever send me somebody who is not worthy of me mm-hmm. because the person that i will be with <laughs> is a person who loves god mm-hmm. and that is the real treasure and once once you surrender and let god send you your person instead of trying to track them down it will make the weight on your shoulders so much lighter yeah wow girl that was so good uh (laughs) first of all i really loved that analogy because oh my gosh i never i go back to that that. one every single time i find myself wondering Oh my gosh, I never actually thought about that. Oh, that's so good. That is amazing, dude. And like, ladies, like for real, stop trying to go out and find your husband because that's just not how God intended it to be. Like the Bible even speaks about like in Genesis, I believe that, you know, a man leaves his family Uh for his wife. And that's just very, like, I feel like that's, a, like a verse in the bible that is just completely skipped and underrated because women we we're always told you know there's so many fish in the sea which is i mean yeah that's true but you know we we're just so accustomed to like i'm gonna find a man let me get a dating app like let me date around uh-huh. let me get dressed up because of this nightclub and see if i can find me a man like you know, just trying so many different things, but that's not how God intended it to happen. Like, the best advice that I can really give you is, you know, get your relationship right with Christ first. Find what true love is within God and let God work on this man, your future husband for you and bring him to you. And I mean, like, there's all, there's going to be people in this world. I hate to say this, but there's going to be so many people in this world that just they're never going to be in a relationship because that's just not there. That's not God's will for your life. Um, but like for the people, you know, I'm obviously, I don't know any of you, so I can't say like specifically like who this is for. That's not, that's not my intentions, but you know, 
allow God to work on you and allow God to work on your future husband so that he's made just right for you. And then when the time is right, God is going to lead you completely. Well, God's going to lead your husband completely towards you. And there's, there's nothing wrong with like, this is not us saying stop dating, stop doing anything. It is okay. As long as you know, what you need yeah. and you know the intent the intention god has for you yeah yeah completely i mean intent really is everything when it comes to to dating mm-hmm. yeah. and i mean it's so easy to just look for the first guy who's interested in you mm-hmm. but but knowing that that there is somebody for you made for you yeah that is who you are searching for. Yeah. And for some people, there, there isn't one, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with yeah. all this singleness, but, but there's a difference between a search and a hunt, you know? Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and, and just knowing that, that we don't have to settle for trash mm-hmm. is so important. Well, we don't want to call anybody gross or trash, but still, like... A <laughs> uh, girl? Well... Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, okay. I guess there is a... The, yeah. yeah. Everybody <laughs> is worthy in God's eyes, so they are worthy in mine. Mm. But some... A little less than... <laughs> a little less than others. <laughs> Not calling anybody out, but... <laughs> Man, that's right. so good. That's so good, because, like, just... Okay, going back before, to like with me, like all the guys that I was just talking to and everything, obviously God knew that they were not for me. And, you know, I just didn't intend on being in a relationship with Jameson, like at all, because we like we went to the same school for all these years and then we just never talked ever. Um, I mean, we had a couple glances, but never talked. And it was just really weird because like I was stuck on somebody else while wow. like, I was just in a hole like ew like it was I don't even know what the freak was going on or like what was happening like I was getting out of like a talking relationship like a talking situation I'm not gonna say relationship a talking situation with another guy while I was like kind of still like stuck on this one guy and it was just all over the place and then I just so happened to like me Jameson have one conversation with him and it just felt like I knew him, like, for years. And, like, I just knew. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, this is my guy. Like, <laughs> no, it really does come when you least expect exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. And, like, here we are now. Like, we met. We talked. We were lukewarm. Now, here we are now. You know. I love that. So. Yeah. yeah. I, I, love that, I love the dynamic we have, like I said. I mean. Because even though we both are aware of of all of these these realizations and mm-hmm. knowledges, I mean, we are living two different lives, but we are both content. Yeah, and, and that is that is the most important thing. Yeah, for all of this, I mean, being content in in what God has given you. Yeah, you know. Very true. And I feel like, like even it just helps our relationship. You know? 
yeah it just helps our conversations too like even though like i'm in a relationship and you're thriving in singleness right now but we are talking about like all of these same topics because it is god driven mm-hmm. and it's completely the holy spirit and so that's how like we we just touch so much and we agree so much about like all of these topics and it's about relationships like she said we're living completely two different lives but we are still having a really good conversation about the same topic because it is God-driven. I mean, once you find that freedom in the Lord, I mean, it's just, I mean, you have the same realizations. You have the same right outlook on things because that's the way it was intended. Yeah, very true. Man, I loved this. I loved this. This was a good podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to publish this. Like and upload and i swear i hope like a whole bunch of people just really get something out of today's podcast because y'all come on like props to jacqueline being my first guest because like dude she brought she brought all the fire today like girl you brought all the fire just so much (laughs) wisdom and this is like should just convince y'all like not even convince y'all but like this should be a way that you should look into having friendships in your life like god-driven people like wise counsel and that's just completely surrounded by the holy spirit and somebody who feeds their spirit constantly with the word and praying and their relationship with god just makes your relationship and your friendship just so much better and so like being able to have a conversation with you jacqueline about this topic and you know it's just so good and I'm so glad that I got to bring you on and this was my first host not my not my first host my first guest on my podcast like I just so good I I appreciate you and and you're inviting me here and I genuinely (laughs) am honored to be the first guest and I am so happy we've reconnected because this is this is just the best. Wow, and this is so good. No, this is one of many, many long conversations <laughs> we will have about numerous, <laughs> numerous topics. topics, right? But um, I was gonna say one more thing. I forgot. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> my memory is like so bad, dude. It's so bad. It was so good though, but I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when that happens. Oh, guys. But, um, I go, oh my gosh. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and I'm so glad that Jacqueline was on today's episode. It was so good. And I just hope that, you know, not only did you get some great advice, but you just felt the presence of the Holy Spirit today and Mm -hmm. that some of you got confirmation for relationships that you may be in or some things that you just need to change if you're in the singleness season some things that you need to change with your standards and morals um you know looking for a relationship but I loved it I loved talking to you I loved talking and just being in this podcast with you today it was awesome it, it, it was so good and thank you for having me <laughs> you're welcome well well I hope that you have the great rest of your night but thank you guys oh well thank you so much for being a part of my podcast thank you for saying yes to um getting on this podcast with me like it was awesome 
<laughs> it was awesome. And I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe and rate my podcast so that I can just get some more outlook and just, you know, some more people. It's been going so great. And I just continue to get in this amount of feedback about my podcast and how I'm helping so many people. And I'm just so honored to be able to say that God is using me. And I pray that God continues to use me to reach you know, whoever needs to be reached or whoever just needs conviction or confirmation in the name of Jesus. And so, um, I love that. And also I put a donate button in my link tree. So it would mean the absolute world. Anything, you know, counts just to go towards my podcast. So if you guys want to donate, if not, then it's totally okay. But if you would like to donate and help your girl out, then do so. I would really appreciate it so much. But I'm just going to go ahead and pray out before I end the podcast. Y'all know how I do things. But um, dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for today. I just want to thank you for bringing Jacqueline here on my podcast today. And I want to thank you for just so much wise words and knowledge that we brought today to this podcast. And I pray that whoever, you know, just came across this episode or whoever just listened to this podcast all the way through or even just a little bit through, God, that you just touch their hearts, God. I just pray that you just give them the peace of mind over their hearts and their minds and their household in the name of Jesus, God, that you just continue to pour out your love, that you just overflow and overwhelm us with your mercy. And you're just power in the name of Jesus, God. Overflow us with the um, with the blood of the Holy Spirit, God, because you are so good and you are so forgiven, God. And I pray that whoever this touched in the name of Jesus, God, that you just continue to just touch them and that you just give them that conviction, that you just give them that confirmation that they've been seeking, that they... Um, that they've been asking you for and that this is your answer to a lot of their questions lord and so i just want to make sure and i pray that you just be there and you know just help with every situation every circumstance that any of these people are going through and i just want to thank you for giving me the access to reach these people on a platform god because i'm so blessed with this and i just want to thank you i pray over jacqueline and her household god that you just continue to touch her that you just continue to allow her to seek you god and that you just um continue to feed into you your y'all's relationship god and it's just so good and that i just pray that you know she just continues to follow you continue to go through and seek you and seek your will in everything that you do and i just want to thank you we love you we honor you and we praise you in jesus heavenly name i pray amen but guys thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode this is Kaliamani and this in the this is the way of the light. Bye. Bye. <laughs>